Why not? A little, a little far. What? A little far for me. It was 30 minute drive. <laughs> no. Who went there and said it was 30 minutes? It was 30 minute drive. Joel said it's an hour. Joel lied. That's about a lie. Uh, Nick said he went it was 30 minute drive <laughs> Nick is a little bit closer <laughs> how is he closer he live in LA I don't, know. I don't even know the address I was just told it was an hour <laughs> and who told you that they, they both point the finger by family. The whole family is here, huh? Nice. We live? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Justin Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube, and I can answer some of your questions there, all right? Uh, good morning again, everybody. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. See, I know Spanish. I might not know my flowers, but I know Spanish. Uh, so Merry Christmas to everybody, all right? I think it's next Friday, this coming Friday, right? Amazing. You can't go out of the house. You can't have anyone over. You have to wear your mask in the house. That's my brother's doing. He is? Yeah, my brother's doing it. Our father. Yeah, my uh, father has COVID, so we're celebrating at my brother's house instead. And my brother, he like you know, he's enforcing these strict policies in his house now. So when I fly to Illinois to see him, okay, here's how it goes. You still gonna go? I'm, okay, yeah, of course. I would not go. I'm, I'm going. I'll be lying. I'm not gonna wear a mask in the house. Are you crazy? Well, I want to. Well, I don't live. I want to see him, and I also want to see my newborn uh, nephew. Why? Because he's cute. Baby <laughs> 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 pictures make him look cute. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's get out, get off, get out of the airport. Keep the mask on when you get in my brother's car. When you go to my brother's house, keep the mask on. Go to the sh- go to the bathroom, take a shower, get the airport cooties off. Go to the guest bedroom with my other brother. But that's the only time you have the mask off. <laughs> the problem not him is you. It is why would you go to something like that? I want to see, I want to visit my brother. It's Christmas. And I want, I want to see him. But you're not going to be able to see him. He has a mask on. Well, yeah, I'm, he's going to know. He knows he's going to have to take it off when he sees me. <laughs> Amazing. Um, we didn't have the women's forum this week because I had to go to Texas. So I was in Dallas yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a part of a new movie that's coming out. So they had to shoot my part on Friday. And so that's why I wasn't here. Uh-huh. So, ladies, I hope you'll be okay until next year. <laughs> until January. Why are you giving me the finger down? But which is more important, making a movie or sitting up talking? <laughs> which is more important, trying to save the women's soul or being a part of a movie? Trying to save the women's soul. <laughs> so what? save our souls. Well, y'all ain't saved yet. You ain't gonna get saved. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm okay. joking. Okay. 
Yes, sir. That brings up something that's been on my mind I'd like to uh, share regarding church here. Um, one is a praise, and the other is a question that relates to what Cheryl said. Yes. The praise is that uh, before coming here, I've been on my mind for several years. Why is it that every single church has this formula where there's a building, and you go in, and there's three songs, and there's announcements, and there's a sermon, and there's another song, and there's an altar call? Right? It drives me crazy. That's not, I know. It's not in the Bible, right? Right. So I love that about here. And, Thank and, you. And, 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 and what you read about in the first century in the New Testament, this is a little closer, I think, to really what, what that is uh, yeah. in the Scripture. Yeah. So I love that about, about being here. Thank you, man. And, and so I appreciate that you've done that. Um, uh, if the I other, did it the other way, I'd make more money. It, that's, it's, a, it's a business model. <laughs> that's the, the answer. Everybody to, be all heated up. Yeah. Nobody all ain't got any work. We yeah. can patch it back in. I made buku money. That's that's the answer as to why they do it. I yeah. asked the question. The answer is it's a business model. Just it's, like right. setting up a store where you have the cash register at the front and the items over here. This is a model. Uh, so on the other side, the question and concern that relates to what Cheryl said is the thing that's not here that I miss is that a church really is a is a body of believers, right? It's a group of believers, it's not a building. It's a group of believers, and that's what we have here. Uh, but in We have a group of believers here? Mostly, yeah. Where are they? <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, uh, and, and what you read about in the, in the, in the New Testament in the, in, the, in, in, in the first century is that those believers were together day by day, right? And so I want to ask the question, why can we not have... Why do you not have an ability more so even than just the once a month forums to, to have us be in fellowship with one another more regularly than just on Sunday morning? Because that's something that drives me nuts about the church that says church on the building and they call that church and people come in and they show up for once on Sunday and they think they're a Christian because they showed up on once on Sunday. So is there a reason why you don't have a, a, way, a way for us to, to gather and be in fellowship more so during the week? Or am I missing it? Does that actually happen? Well, we have every Sunday, and then once a month for men, once a month for women. You want more than that? Yes. I'm asking the scripture I says. <laughs> I don't tell you how to find Jesus. Look there. Right. I don't have time for that's too much fellowship. Okay, I didn't know if there was a particular reason, and that that's the only reason. That's fine. I just no. I mean, that's enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think Jesus met with him every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I, I don't, I mean, I like coming to church. I, I'm kind of like, I like coming to church. I like the once a month meeting. Sometimes I wish it was more because they are very good. But sometimes I don't like all the fellowship. I mean, we do I the need, radio. I need, we do. We and have I, radio every yeah. day, Father's yeah. Day, yeah. every Sunday. Men's form, women's form, how much do you want? What the? The Bible says day by day. That's all I'm asking. Well, we do it day by day, but individually. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's a good suggestion. Maybe I'll hire it's you. It's a question. It's a question. Just a question. I mean, a good question, yeah. But it, it, it's too much. <laughs> I didn't go to church that much when I was a, one of those other Bible thumper church. But don't they have Bible it's class? A that, it's a problem that they don't do it. Even if you, you're a great Christian if you show up twice a week to church. I mean, that's like, oh, you're like the real deal, huh? You go on Wednesday too? Wow, you're really right. a Christian. 
You're doing two hours a week of church? You're a real Christian. You're doing an hour on Sunday and an hour on Wednesday? I thought they had all that going on. When I went to the last church was Christian Christian Center, and they had church on Sunday, something on Wednesday, something on Tuesday, and something on Friday. If you're, and not, then, if you're not in fellowship with believers throughout the week, you can't live the Christian life. You can't not? do it. You can't do it. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Are you joking? No, because then you're living by the world standards. If you're not like meeting with other Christians every... Yeah, if you don't have other Christians in your life on a day-by-day basis, it is very, very difficult to actually live Christian life. Why? Why? Uh-huh. I mean, first of all, the Bible says it. And second of all, the, just I the, think we all have that experience. If you're The around, Bible said that we, we should all get together every day? Yeah. And, 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 who wrote that? Excuse me, it's not a command. It's in Acts. Paul? Yeah, Where's Paul now? <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> um, it's not a command. I, 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 it's right. not a command that that's the only way to do it. I'm just saying this: this churches that were described in the first century in the New Testament. That's how they. That's how they behave. They gathered on a regular basis, on daily, and they broke bread together daily throughout the week. They shared each other's experiences. They shared their resources. I mean, that's just what it says. Well, God is with you now. Once you're born again, you don't need to do all that. You just be a living example and be an example for your environment that you're around, wherever you are. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to always get with someone else physically because what you are looking for is with you already. Everything is there. No, it's impossible. It's impossible without being in fellowship with believers. It's impossible what? To live, to live the life of a Christian that God Who wants said us that? to. That's what it says. In is the that scripture. Old Testament or something? No, that's the life of the it believers. Said it's impossible to live as a child of God and what? Unless without being without being in community with other believers on a regular basis, you and, can't go. And what's the purpose of that? That's just the way God designed us. I mean, all the all the commands in Scripture is is about about with one another. There's so many. I do know that another. it's good to fellowship. That's for good for true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But I don't know about all the other stuff. But let me well, pray well, on it. Yeah. No. I mean, all the all the almost all the major right? commands. You know, love one another. Right. Be, be in support of one another. Correct one another. You know, all of those things are about being in fellowship with other believers. You know? Oh, that doesn't mean you have to hang out with them, though. No. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> all right. All right. You know, uh, do you love everybody? You're supposed to. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm around other loving people, as an example, it makes it a lot easier for me. No, I don't. I don't. I don't love. I don't love maybe every single person I've come in contact with. Why, you don't why do you, love everyone. And, hold, hold on a minute. You, why not? Why don't you love everyone? I think I think I I believe that I should, and I believe that I'm trying to live that way. Right. But do my actions show that? Probably not. Really? Yeah. I know you think I'm I'm going to hell, but you know. No. I'm trying. <laughs> I never say anyone going to hell because only God made that decision. Amen. Amen. I don't know where you're going. Amen. So when you die and I do the funeral, I'll be like, I don't know where. I you don't at. know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know he did. Um, but are you a Christian? I'm a believer in the Lord Jesus. Does that mean you're a Christian? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can get comfortable with that word. Are you a Christian? Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Are you sure? 
I'm sure. I don't think that label is very important, but if you, it's important it's to very, you. It's an honor to be a Christian. It's a, it's a, it's, it's the kind of thing, truthfully, that we, we should not answer that question lightly. Because right. take, taking on that identity is a much, much higher uh, bar than most people understand it to be. Because it's a blessing to be a Christian. It really is. It's a ble- we need to bring that back. And uh, because I noticed that a lot of people are afraid to say that they're a Christian. Oh, I'm spiritual. I'm this or I'm that. When it's really an honor to be a Christian. No, it's, a, it's not that I... It's a blessing. Yeah. The, the fact that God uh, loves us enough to uh, allow us to become Christians should not be taken lightly. Amen. Amen. So we should be on top of the mountain talking about it. Well, the only reason I hesitate about it is because once you, once you identify yourself in that way, you almost instantly have proven yourself a liar. How is that? Because none of us are living like, like Jesus. Well, I don't know every person in this room, but most of us are falling short of living like Jesus. How do you know that? Christ. How do you know that? You know, you don't love everybody. How do you know? Say it again. You don't love everyone. How do you know most people are not living like that? I, I've been alive long enough to just see it. I don't know every person in this room individually. But how can you be a Christian and don't love even your enemy? No, I do love my enemy. No, you say I, you didn't love everyone. I, I believe that I should, and I believe that I'm trying to so go So you love your enemy, but you don't love the nice people? No, I believe that I should love all those people, and I make an effort to love all those people. I'm admitting that my actions probably don't line up with that. That's all I'm saying is my actions probably And so how are you trying to love all, everyone? How am I trying to love everyone? You mean like what examples? Are you trying to love everyone? Yes. And what are you doing to love everyone? Well, I mean, I'm involved in a few different ministries. I could tell you what I do with my time during, you know, day-to-day, you know, every week. And, and, and what else are you doing to love everyone? Those are the main things I do. I try to get involved in ministries. I try to lead ministries, and some of them are related to kids, and some of them are related to adults. And, you know, uh, most of, many of the people I deal with are people who are fallen and flawed people, as so many of us are. And, so, and you think doing those things will cause you to love everyone eventually? No, I think those are an example of my love. I already know that I'm supposed to love all of these people. I'm trying to, I thought your question was, how am I doing it in my life? How am I going about right. it? Right, how are you, so I asked, how are you trying to love everyone? And you said you're working in different ministries and things? Yeah, I think a, a ministry is a way of, of, of how you can love someone by going into a, a ministry of some kind. Why do you think that'll work? Why do I think? Ministry that that can, will cause you to love everyone by going and doing no, that. No, no, no. I don't. I don't need a cause. I have the cause already, which is the example of Christ. I'm, I'm answering the question of how I go about doing it. But that's not working. What's not working? Joining ministries and stuff and feeding them and doing whatever you're doing. It's not causing you to love them. I don't need a cause to love people. I'm not sure I understand. But what you say you're trying to love everyone, right? Did I hear you say that? Did I say I'm trying to love everyone? I'm making an effort, yes, to love all people, yes. And what are you doing? What are your efforts to love all people? What type of effort are you making? That was my answer. The ministries that I'm involved in. Is but that's not going to cause you to love anyone. That's not going to cause me. I'm not understanding what you're saying, Jesse. I'm sorry. That's not going to cause you to love them. Joining a ministry 
is not a sign of love. Joining a ministry is not a sign of love. I'm not interested in signs of love. I'm interested in uh, trying to carry out loving acts toward other people. But that won't make you love them by carrying out loving acts. Won't make me love them. I don't need to be made to love people. I already know from Christ's example that I'm supposed to do that. I'm giving you examples of how I've carried that out in my life or attempt, attempting to carry that but out. But that's a waste of time. Which part? The stuff you're doing to try to love people. It's a waste of time. Yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> I haven't even told you what I'm doing. How is it any different than your ministry of this church on Sunday or of counseling or of entrepreneurship? Those are all ministries. Why, why? But it's not a sign of love. It's not a sign of love? No. Hmm. Okay, I disagree. I think those are signs that you love people. But and and why disagree. do you think that? Uh, because I think you're you taking time to try to put somebody on a path toward a more godly life is what Christ wants from us. But that's not a sign of love. Okay, well, you might think it's not, but I think it is. Now look at all the other preachers. They're doing that, too. They hold churches. They go downtown, feed the homeless. They go to Mexico and El Salvador and all over the world, feed and, and mention God and quote the Bible, but they have no love. Mm, that's a little bit different than, for example, the ministries you're talking about are the ones that I have in mind. I, 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 I mean, we can split hairs. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, you know, going to foreign countries, you know, and feeding people just personally. I don't feel that's a highly effective ministry. Right. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, who else don't love all people? Well, I know, because you're going to your brother's house. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> Anybody else don't love all people? You know, James? The hate report guy don't. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you don't love all people? No. And what, are you a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like your brother. <laughs> Yeah. And why don't you love all people? How can you be a Christian and not love all people? Well, I'm not the kind of Christian that is like a perfect one. What, what kind are you? The typical kind of Christian, maybe. <laughs> I can hear your calls tomorrow. Whoa. <laughs> and do you want to love all people? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I know that it would be, I know it would be better for my life. Kinda. <laughs> what? I would think that it would be better for my life if I did. So why don't you? It doesn't seem like it, I could just say, oh, I love everybody. Amazing. Esteban, you love all people? I don't know. I have to think about it. Are you a Christian? Um, yeah. And But you don't love all people? You have to think about it? Well, I don't know, like, what that means. Yeah, so. But God said you have to love even your enemy. Yeah, you but just... what does that even mean? Like, So why do you think you're a Christian if you don't love him? Why do you think you are? That's a good um... <laughs> what the? <laughs> well, this is Christmas, so we're sharing love. Uh, so you don't? 
Uh, how about uh, Nate? Nate, you love all. Are you a Christian? Yes. You are a Christian. I'm getting there. You getting well, there? Well, I thought I was a Christian until I met you and realized I wasn't. So I'm kind of a bit nervous to say yes now because I might meet someone else. <laughs> oh, amazing! <laughs> and so, oh, so you're on the way to Christianity. I've I've made a conscious choice to love everybody, and the how did details, you make that choice? I just decided that that's what I got to do. You like I'm gonna love everybody. Yeah, amazing. And well, so, do you love everybody? I'm getting there. Oh, so you don't love them yet? There's some people that I probably don't love the way I should yet. <laughs> amazing. How about Nate's wife? Are you a Christian? Yes. And do you love all people? No. What type of Christianity? <laughs> Why do you call yourself a Christian? One of the commandments, you got to love everyone. Yeah. So why do you think you are a Christian? Um, I guess I just always felt because of the way I was raised. So what now? Because of the way I was raised. You were raised, you could be a Christian without loving everyone? Yeah. Go and get your money back. <laughs> That's amazing. Good question, man. I didn't realize you're right. These are a bunch of sinners. <laughs> Maybe we better start having church every day. Oh, do you love all people? Yes. You had your hand, right? Oh, hold on a minute. You love all people? I do love everyone. How do you know? Um, because I believe love is a choice that you make. You can choose to love? Yes. What the? How do you choose to love? Well, because the Bible tells us that love is patient, love is kind. So when I see someone, I'm always kind. I try to be as patient as I can with them. You try to be? I, yes, I am patient with people. People, I'm always patient with people. But you try I, to be I must or say, you are? I am. With all but people? I will, with all people. With all people? With all people. With all people? With all people. <laughs> but what do you mean you try to be patient? Well, I take the, I, I rephrase that. Oh, okay. I am patient with everyone, but I will say I don't like everyone. There's what a difference the? between love and like. Really? Yes. And how do you choose not to like? Well, people that I don't like, that means I don't want to necessarily spend time with them because they're not adding to my life. They're not giving me, you know, there's no relationship between us, you know, that's worth um, prolonging. But if there's someone in need, if I meet someone on the street, I'm not going to be rude to them or impolite to them because, you know, I believe that everyone is made in the image of God. And because of that, I'm, I still have love for that person. That doesn't mean I need to be their best friend. That doesn't mean I need to take them home with me. It just means I don't hate them or do things so that how do, are But how do you them. decide who you're going to love or not love? Who you're going to love or like? Um, to love is not an option for me. Is the way I you believe. You say you choose to love. Yes, I choose to love. I always choose to love. It's a choice that I make every day. And so, what do you say to yourself? Oh, I'm going to love today. Well, I'm going. I'm going like to. Good morning, world. I'm going to love. I don't. My definition of love, I think, is different than the rest of the world. It's not this emotional, you know, kind well, of. How do you fuzzy. choose to love? Or how do you know when? Okay, it's time to love. Um, that's something I've I've made a while back. It's not something I make when I when I meet someone. So walking up to someone, someone walking up to me, doesn't mean that I'm going to love them or not love them. Really? That's not where I make the choice. The choice is, do I like you as a person? You know, are you likable? You have and qualities so when that, that person like? walks up to you, let's say they're rude to you, right? And you're standing there with the choice of love or like. And you say to yourself, oh, I like this one. 
I mean, I'm not going to love. How do you well, make no, the choice? If someone's rude to me, I won't like them. You would but, not? No, but I can still love them by being respectful. You know, if you're rude to me, I don't need to, to be rude back. I what can put you in your place. Like? I can tell you what's the truth. What does like feel like? What does like feel like? Um, like feels like it's enjoyable. It's something that I want more of. Um, and that person gives is a quality person. It's not just, oh, this person makes me feel good. No, this person is has qualities that are good. Amazing. What the? <laughs> Before I go to Sammy, I want to ask Joel, he like, do you love everyone? I don't hate anybody. Are you a Christian? Yes. Do you love everyone? I don't hate anybody. Do you love everyone? <laughs> I kind of agree with him, the love-like thing. You don't have to like everybody, but I don't hate anybody. And, and how do you determine who not to like? That's a good question. Uh, but I don't hate so. anybody, though. Even if I don't like them, I don't hate them. But, <laughs> but what made you decide not to like them? It's not so much not like, it's just prefer not to be around. <laughs> I need a joint. <laughs> Any of you pot here have a joint on you? No. Uh, let me ask Doug. He's a real grouchy attorney. <laughs> huh? Doug, are you a Christian? Yeah. Oh, I got to ask Ermans this too. Um, and so, do you love everybody? Yep. You love everyone? Uh -huh. You like people too? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> and what, is, what does it feel like? How do you know I when mean, you I like them? I don't agree with what, what the other gentleman said. But Joel did. Well, that's Joel. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> How do you determine when you like somebody? Like I said, I don't agree with, with that. I'm asking you. How, how do, do you I determine, determine when you like someone? You know, sometimes it's, you just kind of know. You just It's like you could build a friendship and not even know the person. And the first time you meet, you're just like totally cool with them. And there, there are some people don't you don't like. I didn't say that. I'm asking. I said I'm, I just don't hate them. Are there a few you don't There's like? There's people I would prefer not to be around. <laughs> That's for sure. What kind of some people? No wonder Allah Akbar taking over. No, you ain't uh, supposed to. You ain't supposed to hang well, around evil people. How do you determine people? who you don't like? What What happened? And you say I don't like this person. Well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Are I there say people that. you don't like? There's people that I prefer not to be around because I know they're evil. Are there people you don't like? Um, if you want to say it that way, then the people that are I know because that are if, evil. If you like, there has to be some you don't like, right? Well, like I said, I, I don't agree with that. Are, oh, so there are people you keep you, putting words in my mouth. I'm asking, are there people you like? <laughs> I'm a cuss. <laughs> See, I told you, you're grouchy. I knew. <laughs> so, are there people you don't like? There's people I will not be around because I know they're evil. Right. And I don't believe that we're supposed to be hanging around evil people. But there are people you like. There are people I hang around that I know that are not evil. So, yeah. And those are the ones you like? Those are the ones I, I mean, good grief. 
<laughs> those are the ones, but I don't hate either side. Those are the ones I don't mind being around because right. I know that they're not evil. I know that they're decent people. I know that, I know that about them. Amazing. Let me ask Hermes and then here. Oh, that's her. You hit this out the ballpark. Are you a Christian, Hermes? <laughs> Are you a Christian? Yes. And do you love all people? Um, I don't hate anyone. I agree do with Joel on that. you love all people? Yes. You love all people? I do. Where did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> did you go to the party last night or something? <laughs> no, I'm playing. And are there people you don't like? Yes. And there are some you do like? I wouldn't say like, that I don't like being around. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't say I dislike them, but I don't like being around them. And so you, you, you neither like or dislike? Yeah, but I would like not, I would like, I know I wouldn't enjoy their company or wouldn't want to be at a party with them or hang out. And you them. love all people? Yeah. Amazing. Well. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you laughing? You seem like you're baffled. <laughs> <laughs> right here, then, Samuel. And then we'll move on. All right. Um, so are you a Christian? Yes, sir. So you had your hand, right? Yeah. And you love all people? I do. And how about like and dislike? Do you choose to love? Um, do I choose to love? Yes. And how do you make that decision? By not hating. And are there people you like and don't like? Of course, yeah. And so you chose not to hate? I chose not to hate. How yes. did you make that decision? By not placing judgment, by not being envious of others, not being jealous of them. Um, and so you made that decision? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. Every, I mean, I, I strive to live that every day. That's a conscious decision. Strive to live what? Uh, strive to live without hate. Oh, okay. Is it hard? Um, no, actually. Is it easy? It's, yeah, it is easy. What makes it e easy so these, the rest can know? What makes it easy? Yeah. Um, what makes it easy is just being aware. Being aware of when you judge others. Being aware of when you let your thoughts dictate how you so feel you about judge something. So you judge sometimes? Um, not anymore, no. You haven't judged since morning. Mm -mm. When the last time you judged someone? Um, before I started coming here. Absolutely. Oh, I see. Before I forgave my parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Did you have your hair? Yeah. Yes, sir. Are you a Christian? Yes. Did you go and forgive your mother? The, uh, no, I didn't do that yet. I didn't do it yet, no. <laughs> I don't need to go any further with you. <laughs> I can't say nothing. <laughs> I know you don't have love. Why didn't you do it? You said you would. What? Why haven't you gone and forgiven your mother? Uh, I just, um, I don't know. I just haven't done it. Why not? Because the last time we met, you were like, I'm going right yeah. now. Yeah. And forgive my mother. Why didn't you do it that day? Because right after, I, I don't even want to make an excuse. I just didn't do it. Amazing. Yeah. Right here. Suffer. That's amazing, man. That really is amazing. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you a Christian? Yeah. 
Um, do you love everybody? Yeah. Even your enemy? Yep. And how do you know you love your enemy? Because uh, I'm honest with them. I'm not scared to... I, I think that's it. Like, I'm just honest with them. And I, like, a lot of people are saying I don't hate them. Do you Plus, like uh, certain people and, and, and dislike others? No. No? No. No? No. You like everybody? No. I, I know you haven't think that long. No, no, I, I, I got to think about that one. <laughs> uh, like, nah, I don't like, like, everybody. <laughs> I love them, but you it's just like, like I see how, like, God loves his children is like he's gonna let you suffer if you're doing wrong you're gonna be like all right boy go and sit down somewhere and but how do you determine back. who you like and don't like um it's not up to me it's just like revealed to me as i see like whether someone has like anger or they got hate and I'm like, like, i don't like that one not that i don't like them is that it's not i guess your question is if i and everybody is saying like if i'm hanging around next to him if it's revealed to me, like, they got anger, they still got a little hate, and they just move a little, a certain way that I don't, that I don't uh, like, I don't agree with. What does like feel like? What does it look like to like? Um, it's it's kind of fake, honestly. It's like a, it's a fake, uh, like, you like just. Like is fake? Yeah, liking somebody is fake. Oh, why you say that? It's because it's not, so it's not. you saying this guy is fake? No, I'm saying the the the, say, the, con, the idea. I didn't think so. As big as he, he real. is. <laughs> oh, he real. <laughs> he gonna you going down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you don't like some, and you like others, and you love all. I love all. That's and, that's and you like and dislike some others sometimes. It's not up to me. Like that's that's really not up to me. That's when Who's it's revealed it to me. God, when God you to like and dislike? No, not to like. It's just uh, who's who's in my life for a reason, you know. Who's like who's who I'm close to. I think is a better like uh, a better like measurement. Do you like of your it. enemies? If I like them, uh, but <laughs> I I love them, you know. But you I want to. You love, but do you like them? Uh no, I don't like them. But I wanted what to. Kind of? I wanted to. The reason I I put up my hand is because I wanted to answer. Uh, I forget your name. No, 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 not you, Eric. Uh, the gentleman over there with the white shirt, Delaney. Delaney. Yeah, Delaney. Your name Delaney? <laughs> I thought I thought you were like George or something. I'm glad to know that because I was thinking about you. I'm like. I think it's George. You look like a George. But I'm glad you know it's Delaney. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. So I, I disagree with Delaney. I don't I don't think um, you should meet with uh, people so much to be in a group all the time. Cause then Why it, not? Because it, it gets to the point where, like, you don't have that time to, like, really ob- observe yourself. And, and God can't really reveal you through, like, other people. It's only God that can show you. So, like, 
when you're in a group a lot, you you kind of become like a group think type thing. Oh. Like everybody's thinking the same and everybody could be thinking wrong and then you just go with it because you're in a group. But he means to fellowship though. Too. Yeah, I agree. And that's a little different. I, it's a little different. But the devil is tricky. Like he'll he'll get in there in in any situation that he can. And I I do agree. Like fellowshipping is is good. It's great to do it. But um, I guess a lot of times we're like doing the the whole oh let's have like a. He was bringing up like how other churches do things. Like they go into other countries, or maybe you brought that up. But yeah, I brought it. Up. An example like that is like right. a lot of ego. It's like ego driven in a way. You know, and, and, and God's, I think God, I think God's purpose for, for us is to, you know, live perfect, uh, perfect lives, um, start, start love through us, start a new generation and just live like that. And then naturally the, the world will like change. That's how I see it. Oh, okay. I don't think you need to fellowship well, all the time for that. You need to work. You need to focus on your life. And you don't That's like everybody. I love them. But you don't like them. This is a song I'm not called, even, I don't like you, but I love you. No, I don't, I don't love you, but I like you. Remember that song, Cheryl? Something like that. How does it go? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't like you, but I love you. You know how it goes, Mary. Yeah. Let, let me hear it, Mary. I don't like you, but I love you. No, don't talk it. Sing it. Oh. <laughs> what the? Sing it. Uh I don't like you, but I love you. Seems like I'm always... (laughs) Oh, amazing. Let me go here and then to James. And then I got some stuff I want to put out there. Mine is not related. It's a different question. Okay, well, right here, there you. So uh, I want to touch base on what they were saying about like and love. Um... This your first time here? Yes, sir. This your first time? Yes, sir. Welcome, man. What's your name? Elias. Elijah? Elias or Eli. Oh, okay. Eli. All right. Welcome, Eli. Thank you. That's um, your wife? Yes, sir. Nice. Y'all just had a baby? Yes, sir. Amazing. Is it a boy or a girl? A uh, girl. Baby! <laughs> <laughs> Real so, man uh, make boys first, man. What the... Well, no, I could try again. I could try again. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> throw that one back. <laughs> so, okay, uh, I'm I wanted to, I wanted to touch base on the like and love thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess the best thing I can relate that to is uh, my my experience in the military. Some people you don't like them, but they're part of your team. You have to love them, regardless. They're gonna fight for you. They're gonna die for you. Even if they don't like you, so uh, I can relate that to like, uh, like the love I have for my daughter. You know, for for, for children. Uh, anyone, if you have like, I think true love, you look at a, a child and you don't wish them harm or nothing. You want to protect them. Like, it brings you happiness almost seeing the child, and uh, I think that's what love is. Like, I want to enter this room. I, I didn't look around and start thinking negative on anybody. Um, I didn't. Uh, you know, if there's any conflicting ideas, I didn't immediately just, uh, you know, shut them down or nothing. Because, um, like, what you do, what we do in the military, we look for the weakest link, and we build up and strengthen that link up. Right. So uh, 
that's kind of, uh, I guess, what I would equate to like like and love. Like you need to look for, you know, it's not so much uh, trying to find someone to like or anything. You should just have love for everybody because if not, then, um, you know, you're not helping that person out. You're not rebuilding them. You're not strengthening them to be stronger, to uh, have a better team, you know, better people, you know. Um, so uh, if I'm hearing you right, are you saying you like some people, you don't like some people, but you love all people, especially those that you have to deal with, right? Am I saying, are you saying that? Um, Do you like some people and just like uh, not, don't like other people? See, I want to be uh, like true to right. like everyone and myself, so I'm just going to be honest. There's some people that I hate. There's some people that I love. There's some people that I do have love for, and right. and they hate me, but I wish that I wish I could change that so we can have love together. Um, uh, oh my goodness. How do you determine who to love and who you, who not to love? How do you make that decision? Uh, for instance, uh, I don't have hatred for anyone here. You know, I love, you haven't I met love, everyone. I have yet. love for everyone here, but if someone were to if someone were to uh, come in and try to attack my family or someone tries to bust down my doors on my house and try to harm me or, or, or you know, anything like that. Right. Or, like, pedophiles or whatnot, my hatred will rise and I will unleash all my fury to defend my family, to defend everyone. So, right. And so if someone break into your home and while they're breaking in, you're going to ask them, are you a pedophile? No. If they say no. <laughs> no. Uh, what <laughs> I mean they is they're already. Yeah, you, I hate you. No. But if they say no, can they come on in? No, they're already being evil by doing something oh, like yeah, that. That's right. So what I'm going to do is grab my rifle and I'm going to do what I have to do. Nice. <laughs> um, amazing. Any questions for me? This is your first time. Any question or anything? Yes. Uh, so I've been looking at a lot of your YouTube videos. Uh, I actually made a decision this morning and told my wife, like, let's go to church today. Nice. I made that decision today. Um, I used to be alcoholic. Uh, I started turning to, you know, I was a pothead as well. Pothead? Yeah, still was, still am, but I made you the decision. You still a pothead? I made the decision you last night. You a pothead <laughs> with a rifle? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. What the? Listen, last, last night I made the decision. I said I should stop. All this, I need to be on the straight and narrow. I was yeah. looking at some of your videos, and uh, it was like 2, 3 in the morning. Like, uh, And uh, I just remember uh, something you said like struck a, uh, struck a nerve with, with me where I was like, I need to, um, I need, in order to, to be, you know, true and honest and, and try to, like, walk in that light, I have to do it. So it's either do or die. There's no maybe, yes, That's right. I like, I, you know. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's either be, you do or you don't. You can't be hot and cold. You have to be hot all the way. So that's why I started making decisions and say, uh, I have to stand up for myself. I have to start speaking out. I can't stay quiet. Yeah. I have to do what's right and uh, stand up for it. Even, right. if, even, if I have, even if the whole room is against me, I'm still going to speak right. up. Amazing. And so have you gone and forgiven your mother? I haven't. I still have to do all of that. Oh, okay. Um, why well, have you done it? I haven't done it because I want to uh, go see her. Uh, I've been, you know, busy with work and whatnot. Oh, I see. I, every day, um, where I started really doing is just kind of building myself back up, listening to you, and then building up my own family. So I'm helping my wife out, trying to, um, you know, I'm, I'm starting it from the inside out. So from home, and then, but I, I do understand. I realize that, you know, that 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 chain of command, 
you have to, I have to go and I have to forgive my mother. Yeah. I have to go speak to my father. I have to do all that. I, and, but I, I know that and I realize that. And when it, like how you said, when God reveals things to you, that's like, it hit me. I was like, oh my goodness. Like that's I've been right. a, that's right. uh, my, my mother led me astray. She pushed me against my father. Yeah. Um, growing up, there's violence in the home. Uh, mother with drugs, father with, uh, you know, doing the wrong things, game banging and whatnot. Uh, he did 13 years, uh, years in federal prison. I had, I had to grow up, take care of my two sisters uh, while my mom was in prison. Um, Your mother was in prison, you say? Because of my father, I guess. I guess because oh. it, it was like, uh, like she can't say, she, she can't play dumb because she was married with my father and we had a family and whatnot right. for so many years. So uh, doing all that and Having violence into my house as a young kid, you know, being held hostage, bro- being uh, broken into because of my father's actions, uh, me going to the military and doing all the things, like, I almost, like, started building up my own walls and also went away from God because I, I started telling myself, why are all these negative things happening to you, all these terrible things, and yeah. I don't have any explanation, but I'm just a kid. I, I don't understand yeah, I, I I need guidance. You know, uh, the parents are supposed to be doing that. Yeah, but they weren't. So, I basically just fell, and I raised myself, and and uh, just realized that yeah, I have been atheistic for you know since I was a child, and I I used to be going to the Bible thumper classes, you know, all that yeah. baptism. I did all that, but I went away from it, and and I just started identifying with. Violence. I, instead of being myself, and because I lost my innocence, I lost my purity because of that, and um, I started to, uh, I started to just realize that. And it, like, like I said, God revealed to me, and it was almost like simple. I was like, yeah. I can't believe that I've been letting this happen. It's my fault. Right on, man. It gets better and better, and easier and easier, and it's gonna blow your mind. Yeah. You haven't seen anything yet. I, I see it as like training, you know. Yes. You need to train. You need to practice to 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 reach or attain that level of excellence, and you have to keep practicing. It's a day to day thing. It's not like you just wake up one day and say, "I'm an expert. I'm a master of this. I don't need to do it anymore." You have I to recommend doing it. that you go and forgive your mother as soon as you can, so that God can forgive you and draw you in all the way in, and uh, forgive your father too. He can help it, and the rest is easy. But does she live in L.A.? Uh, she lives, she lives in, in SoCal, yeah. yeah okay. Los Angeles County. I would go see her as soon as I can, <clears throat> only so that because you can see what's going on now. And, and don't apologize to her for anything you've done, but just apologize for hating her because she could not help herself either. And, and, and by hating her, you were playing God. You were judging her. And now that you're old enough to know better, Forgive for hating. Hey, I'm sorry for hating you. You screwed up my life. You turned me away from my father. I realize now you're wrong. You couldn't help it. And God will forgive you, and the rest is easy. Yeah. He's already allowing you to see. He'll draw you all the way in. It's going to be amazing. Ever since I've seen the revelations, like yeah. what he's been showing me, I have just, uh, like, all this weight just lifted off. I feel like right. I can breathe. Yeah. I used to have all this anger and hatred. Just It's, it's suffocating, and uh, it wears you down. Nice, man. Well, that's amazing. If I can be of any help, let me know. Thank you. All right. And did your wife go and forgive her mother? What's your name? Mom. Did you go and forgive your mother yet? I think so. You did not? I think I did. Oh, you did? I have, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. How about your father? Yeah. 
Is your husband alpha or beta? I don't understand that. I was, I have been being a beta for a long time, but I have just started becoming <laughs> alpha. No, and, <laughs> and it has been, uh, just being honest, it, uh, That's right. at home, uh, since I've been becoming alpha, it's like hell has been come, rising. Oh, but yeah. I know, I know it's because of what you say, like, uh, yeah. yeah. If you want to see <clears throat> the real hell in your wife or your woman, become an alpha male. All hell will come out. All the angels from hell come with her. And they try to kill you. Well, I, I see that with my father. Because I remember him growing up. Yeah. Uh, he used to tell me, like, your mom's crazy. Like, all, all this and that. But I'm now finally starting to realize, like, yes, it's, it's true. Like, women really are crazy. And they have, <laughs> they have something in them. But yeah. Like, it's up to us. We have to be, strong. Have we have to be strong men to, to lift them up. That's right, man. Women need men real bad. Strong men. Yeah. In the same way that men need God, need Christ, women need men in that manner. And I have some stuff I want to show you here, but they need men. And they need real men. They don't need half men. They need you to be real. They don't need you to be a pothead. They don't need you to be living with mama. They don't need you to be relying on others and all that crap. They need the real deal in the same way that you need Christ. Just imagine, here, here you are uh, waiting to meet Christ because you heard that he was amazing. And here he come and he high. <laughs> <laughs> He's smoking pot. And you think, oh, but I thought he was strong. I thought he didn't need pot. And you ask Christ, Christ, why are you on pot? You smell like you had some pot this morning. It's from the earth. <laughs> God made the pot. <laughs> you couldn't believe in a man like that. Christ was perfect. And once we were born again, we become like him. And so there's a real energy that comes from God when you're free of anger. It's a real energy that is mind-blowing. You don't need any. Be getting high and drunk and out of order sexually and you don't need it. Anybody that need it, you don't know God yet. You don't know him. You know about him. You heard about him. You heard about forgiving your mom and all that, but you haven't found God if you're still using that stuff. Because you use it because you can't handle reality. You can't deal with the issues of life. You need to be able to face life head on and deal with it. Not run from it, but deal with it. And if you're high and um drugs and pot and drunk. You're not dealing with it. You're, not, you're, you're running from it. You're not running to it, toward it and deal with it. Now, y'all can stay on the pot. I don't mind. And fool yourself, deceive yourself, but you're not with God. It just doesn't go that way. So I'm glad you... So you put down the pot? Yes, sir. I'm, nice, I'm done. I'm quitting. That's it. I'm not drinking anymore either. Uh, everything. I just need to be, you know, like the trees. That's just right. be in sunlight, breathe, and just, just be. Amazing, man. Nice. Very nice. Um, who said that? Who? Oh. Uh, James, any other questions for me? Uh, no, sir. Okay, I'm glad to see you, ma'am. Make sure you guys come back, too. What's the baby name? Kyrie. Nice. Congratulations on the new baby. Thank you. Right on. James, 
lots of super chats, but one from Beamer Bo asks, Hey Jesse, should I thank God in prayer before every meal? Or should I just trust God knows that I'm thankful? Because I feel like Satan is trying to deceive me about this in my head. Uh, that's a good question. Thank you for the super chat, though. Um, we've been trained to, before you eat, bless the food, right? So it's a part of our intellectual training. And so if you stop doing it, it feels like you're going against God. You're doing something wrong. When in reality, God said, before you eat and drink, you should remember me. And so what you should do just before you start to eat, take a moment and be aware that you're about to eat. So that while you're eating, you don't get caught up with the food. You don't lose consciousness. And, uh, and that way you don't overeat, you don't undereat. You do it the right way because you're remembering him. The problem is, and I used to be that way, it still is sometimes. It all depends on how good the food is. <laughs> Nick and I went to Texas over, the, over this weekend, and we went to a barbecue place in Texas. I didn't think about Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, to, it's to help us to prevent us from going unconscious because the last thing men have to overcome is sex and food. And they both tend to seduce you. So he just wants you to, while you're eating and drinking, remember him instead of getting caught up in it. Don't make it a big deal. I remember when I first stopped doing the blessing the food out loud, you know, like, oh, Lord, thank you for the food. Bless my mama. Bless my daddy. My daddy bought the food. Mama did well. Uh, when I first started doing that, Satan would tell me, oh, you didn't bless the food. But I knew I had by being aware of it. Anybody disagree with that? You disagree with it? No, but I, I okay. about it. All right, hold on for a minute. Then. Let me just say this. Again. Yes, sir. That's it? Yes. Oh, okay. So if you want to stop doing it, uh, it's up to you. If you want to do both, just before you eat, become aware of what you're about to eat. And just try to hold that, be aware of why you're eating. Do the hoop and holler, thank you to the Lord, and then do it. All right? It's not, it's not a sin either way. Yes, sir? Uh, it sounds to me like you're saying that um, when it becomes a habit and it's not something you think about, that that's when it's not okay. But if it's something you're aware of, then Which it's one? okay. Like when you're talking about blessing the food. Like well, if you're just saying tr- it because you've always said it, yeah. that that's, that's not okay. No. But that if you... You're like a trained monkey. Right, but if you're saying it I didn't know because you're conscious brains. about it, then it's okay? Or... Did you know monkey had brains? Yeah. I didn't know one of the... People think we evolved from a monkey. What the... Yeah, people eat the brains. Huh? They eat the brains. What? Did you yeah. say they eat the brains? Yeah. Who? Uh, there's people who do it in India. And... I've seen the video. Yeah. Really? Pakistan. It's, it's, what's it called? Sweetbreads or something? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it mostly habit who we're doing that. Yeah, so, so is it that we're not supposed to have habits? Not in this case. Are there you're good habits? No. You're not supposed to be serving God based on habits. Oh, okay. You're supposed to know for yourself, become his son. Okay. Because a habit means that you don't know him, you just know about him. All right? Yeah. Let me do this. Uh, so I was watching this. Uh, I just happened to flip over there last night. A, a, 
a network called TLC. You ever heard that? And they have like reality shows or something like that? Oh, good. And so they have something on there called Unexpected Kids. Are you guys familiar with that show? No. It's a real mess. You familiar with this show? What do you think about it before I say what I think about it? It's a mess, and if you want a good example of what you're talking about, watch that show. It's a perfect example of what has happened to the millennials. They have the young kids on there having sex. Uh, the oldest one is like 19 that I saw last night, and the young one is 15, 16, 17, 18. They are having sex in their parents' home. Their parents in, invite the boy to come live with the girl or the girl to go live with the boy, and they're like teenagers, and they're having sex, they're cursing their parents out, they are having babies, and it's like no big deal. It's like they're arguing like married couples and things like that. It's just no sense of parenthood at all, no guidance, as though their parents don't love them at all. And then one or two fathers that are, that's in the family, as weak as you can get. He's like a baby to his wife. And so, and the wife is ruling, all emotional, all angry, and the kids hate the mama. They hate the father too, but they really hate the mother. So they're looking for love. These young kids, and some of them in high school, and they're having babies and going back to school. And, and it reminded me of what I had been hearing, but I had not seen it like that before. There are Christian parents right now who allow their teenagers to have sex in their homes. They allow the boyfriend or the girlfriend to live with them, not married. And these kids are catching hell for one another once they do it. And I'm thinking, that's never going to work. Will you make babies out of wedlock? Will you live together before marriage? Will you doing all this crazy stuff? You're setting yourself up for a horrible life. It's not going to work. And then some of the kids are so frustrated, they break up, and now the little baby is there, and they won't let the father see the baby, and all kinds of stuff. I, I didn't know that an adult has gone that far south, that the parents have no moral values either. They just don't care. It's just all emotions, just all anger, and nothing. Another thing that I saw is, and, and I've seen this in real life and on TV, on TLC, I watched it. I, I turned this thing on. I can't believe what I was looking at. And it just go on and on and on, right? What I noticed that a lot of parents are paying for their children to go to college. Everybody and their mama go to college. But not only do they pay for them to go to college, they pay for them during vacation time to go on vacations to Florida, stay at resorts, and everything is paid for. And I'm thinking, these parents really hate their children. You have to hate your children not to prepare them to deal with life. And these kids are not being prepared to deal with life. There is no way you're supposed to be, first of all, you shouldn't be paying all that money to send them to college. If they want to go to school that badly, they should have to pay themselves. Make them work and let them pay to go themselves. And that way they would appreciate it more. They would take the necessary classes, not the unnecessary classes. And if they want to go to Florida or San Diego or anywhere for a vacation, they would have to pay for it. I guarantee you they wouldn't be going. They should have to work. 
there are fathers and mothers who will not make their adult sons work. They, they put them in college, they pay for it. They, can, they, they may work part-time, but that's it. But most of them don't work. And I want to know, and I, I, I want to ask Nate this because Nate is white. He has a family. Where does this idea come from, Nate, that you should pay for your kids to go to college, pay for their vacations, and do all that stuff out of your pocket? Where did that come from? And where did that come from? I think it comes from parents competing with other parents, and they don't want their kids to get behind, and so they feel they Behind what? Behind in life. They see it well, as... Well, they are behind in life. They're they, not you're right. That. They're wrong. They're totally wrong, but they measure it based on externals, not internals. And so as long as the kid gets his degree and he goes to spring break with the right friends and... They're happy to pay for it. They pay for and the kids go on break, and they be smoking pot, having sex, partying, drinking, and the parents pay for it. I'm like, what the? It's very selfish. Like, I, I do think it's evil. all selfishly motivated. The parents feel good about what they're doing, so they yeah. keep doing it, and they don't love their kids at all. And when the kids become adults, they join Black Lives Matter, <laughs> Antifa. Not Levi. <laughs> I'll kill Levi. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> All in a name. But uh, do, am I wrong when I say parents who are doing this to their... There are fathers doing it to sons and daughters as well, not just mothers. Fathers are paying for college education. That includes vacation, travel, and the kids are not required to work. When I was growing up, your parent prepared you by being a good example for you, trying to be morally right, get married... And they don't flaunt, have a sex out of well on all this stuff, but they teach you to work. And when you turn 18, you leave home. If you want to go to college, you got to pay your own way. And that forces you to get a job, a full-time job, not some little part-time job. That forces you to work your money in the right way. It, it brings out the best of you. But parents don't love their kids anymore. They're like, they're like helping Satan to destroy their children. And when they become adults, not, oh, some of these kids had to go to therapy and all that. All the counselors in therapy were women. And they were giving all kind of bad advice. They're just making it worse. This has to stop. You guys and ladies, you're supposed to be a moral people. We're all born in sin and commit crazy stuff, right? But at some point, as an adult, you have to repent and return to the Father because if you don't have that foundation, you have nothing. You don't have a foundation. If you don't have the foundation of God, you have nothing. Love God with all your heart, soul, and might, and your neighbor as yourself. And you will treat everybody the same. And, but parents don't love their children. There are black parents who are trying to be white, and they're doing the same thing now. They're sending their kids to school they don't work. They don't do nothing. They curse the parents out. They spoil their kids. And, and if the parents decide, well, you can't go this time, they'll curse the parents out. Or they'll pout. Or they'll do something, and the parents will give in. All right. I know personally no kids who know how to manipulate their parents. They have said, oh, I know how to manipulate. I'm going. Don't worry about it. I know what to do. And then next time you look around, where's your child? Oh, they're on vacation. I'm like, what the? 
Y'all need to wake up. You need a solid foundation. Anyone who don't have values have no foundation. You're weak, you're afraid, you're con- and the men, the men get beat up and be controlled by the wives and, and they're like little peons just following the wife and the wife is crazy as a doorknob. <laughs> but the, fa- the men don't correct it. They're afraid to correct it. This got to end. It's no wonder we're losing our country. Look at our government now. Our government is no good. They're liars. They're deceivers. They're about themselves. They're not about the people. And they push all kind of programs, everything that goes against God. That's what they promote now. And they openly promote it because they know that everybody screwed up. You're not going to do anything about it. You're on pot. You have a sex out of wet, like you have out well, our babies, and you argue with one another. So they have demoralized you, and now the government can do whatever it wants and get away with it. When I was growing up, it wasn't like that. If they were doing things that were wrong, they hid it. They didn't come out and just promote it. But they can promote it now because we have a screwed up society. Immoral society. That was the plan. Yeah. Who said that? It is the plan, but it worked. But the government, I can't blame the government, though. I blame the parents for not being right when the kids growing up, and I blame the kids when they become adults. You can't blame anyone else for your downfall. People will play you if you let them play you. If you're in control, if you love what's right, then they can't play you. You can see where they're coming from. If you love your kids, you protect your kids. It's a mess out there. All in the name of Jesus. Anybody disagree with me? Am I wrong? It's crazy. I've never, I didn't know men could get this weak. I didn't know that was possible. Men don't even fight to be a man. They don't even try to be manly. Why? Don't your little manly thing kick in at some point? (laughs) Something, you know, you... Where, where's your manly button? There should be like a man button. Like, when you know you're going too far, it goes off and say, hey, too far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But millennial guys, not all, not all, not all. But they don't even fight to be a man anymore. If the women said put on dresses, everybody wear a dress. If the women say, okay, you're the wife today, I'm going to work. You stay home and be the wife, and you're so proud of it. You tell everybody, I'm a stay-at-home stay mom. What the? Not even a shame of it. You tell everybody. Not even a, be ashamed of it, at least. There used to be something called shame. When you're wrong, you know you're wrong, so you're so embarrassed. You hide it and hope to overcome it. Now you promote it. Y'all, who don't have a man button? Y'all lying. (laughs) Yes, sir. This has to stop. Your life is being taken away from you by the world. The world has the people going to college. And when we were growing up, the world didn't dictate what our family did. So they trained you to work. Because if you know how to work, You're going to always have food on your table. If you decide you want to go to college, it'll be on you. But parents are training their kids now to go to college, 
and because they've been brainwashed by the world. Train your kid up to go to college. College is dumb. All you, right. All you do is join a group. And then when the kids become of age, there's nothing worse than a sorry man. Have you ever seen a sorry man? I remember once I, was, I lived in Oregon, and I was driving down from Oregon back to L.A., and I had a sorry helper to help me drive. I looked over at him, and he was so sorry. I wanted to push him out of the car. It was like a waste of time. Ain't nothing worse than a sorry man. And a man ain't got to be having a part-time job. Get a full-time job and have a part-time job on the side. Any male that has a part-time job, you're a beta. You're just beta. You know what I mean? How many men have... No, I won't ask. (laughs) A man should get two or three jobs to make it. You know what I'm saying? What's a part-time job? What are you doing with a part-time job? I asked somebody the other day, they have an adult son. I'm like, where's your son? Oh, they're out of town. I'm like, why are they at work? I'm like, well, they, they have a part-time job. I'm like, what the? I never heard of a man with a part-time job. Have you, Joel? <laughs> well, there's a lot of millennials with part-time jobs, for sure. The millennials are becoming just like girls. Whatever the girls do, they do it. What the? But I blame the parents for failing you guys and ladies, right? But now that you're adults, you're supposed to take this. And it's hard to overcome that because the ego doesn't want to die. But if you do it anyway, eventually it becomes natural. Had your parents raised you that way, it already be natural. When I left home at 18 and moved out here, it was like moving. I came from Alabama on a plantation to Los Angeles. It's like going into a different world. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, but I'm glad for them now because I worked. I had two or three jobs. I did what I had to do. I never went back home. I lived in roach-infected motels, and I never complained about it because it was in me to work, to make it, to make it work. I never thought about, oh, I need to get a part-time job. How do you? How did that come out of your mouth? How does a man say, anybody has a part-time job? A male. Let me hear you say it. (laughs) Let me hear you say, I got a part-time job. I, Marvin Edmonds, have a part-time job. How does that feel? It feels okay, like, if you can make enough money to support yourself with the part-time job. I mean, I'm I'm here trying to be an actor, so I wanted a job that I could have time to pursue other things. So that's why I do it, but... I would take a part-time job even if I was So wasn't. which come first, having a full-time job and development to a man or becoming an actor with a part-time job? The first one, having a, being a man, is takes precedent, but I was in a fallen state. And so, so when you went looking for a job, you, you looked online on YouTube or oh, Google? No. <laughs> you go on Google, you look down the part-time list. No, I just, um, I, worked in a, I work in a restaurant, so they don't really give full-time. But I needed a, when I was in Boston, I needed a job that I could transfer because I, I knew I was moving out here. So I wanted to uh, have a job when I came out here. But why can't you work full time and still pursue becoming an actor? I, not, can, I, I can. But why don't you? Don't tell it the just, women you have a part time job. 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem if necessary. If he would date my sister, and he came to see her, and my parents found out you had a part-time job, they'd make her dump you so bad. <laughs> that that boy lazy. Don't marry that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't I no man got to be in a part-time job. What the? I don't know. That's just, it, it works. It sound right? Yeah, I mean, I've never thought of it being wrong. Your parents failed you. I don't think so. You don't think so? My dad, my, dad, my dad worked two jobs like my whole life, so. So why don't I saw you an pattern after him? I, I, I guess I turned away from him. Yeah. Yeah. I had to work the cotton field all day and go home and cut wood for the night, feed the hogs. Y'all ever fed hogs? Nope. <laughs> it's a mess. Go and get some wood for the, for the next day. It wasn't a big deal is the way we were taught. There's something inside of us given to us by God, but it needs to be developed while you're a kid because once you become of age, you don't want to do it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything when I was a kid. So That's unfortunate. That's why. Parents don't love their children anymore. It's unfortunate, but it could change. Uh, let me take here first and then here. You have a part-time job? I have two jobs. Nice. I have two full-time jobs. You be like, <laughs> I never heard of black people with part-time jobs. They either had no job at all. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, first I just want to say thank you because um, what you're talking about is how I've raised my kids. Yeah. And I've always gotten a lot of um, pushback because of it. Um, like my daughter, who's now in, in university, she shares about her friends because she, she has a job. And she got all her, I said, you have to go get your scholarships. Um, I'll give you a little pocket money until you find your job. Yeah. She found herself a job. She's actually very happy. And she talks about the people that are around her. Most of them are getting drunk. You know, they go out and party because that's what their parents give them money to do. Yeah. And she's like, no, I have to get up in the morning. I need the, you know, I need to go to my work. I have nice. to do my work. And she's getting A's and she's doing well. And she's like, I know what I want to do. I says, no, I don't need to take this class. I don't need to do that because she has to make the decisions now. And now I'm just a voice in her life. Right on. You know, just to, to support her, saying, okay, yeah, that's a good idea, or why do you want to go that way? Um, my, I, uh, I have a couple of God kids, and one of them is a girl, and her father made her work through high school. They went to Alabama, she had to work, and she loved working. And then she went to college, and she discovered that the other kids don't work, they all have sex, they're fighting over boys, and all her little female friends, right? And she was, like, shocked to see that. Because you were taught to work through high school, she worked. But there are parents that won't make their kids work even through high school. And they don't, they just let them roam around. And the parent, the kids will learn how to manipulate you. Believe me, they know how to get what they want. And if you're an emotional person, they'll take advantage of you. And it's unfortunate because they're going to end up suffering as they get older. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you did that, man. Right on. With my son, I don't even like my son to ask me to loan him money. Don't ask me for any money. And when it looked like he's going to come around, I, I asked, do you need money? If he said yes, uh, I'm not going to be home. <laughs> but if he said no, then I'll be home. Because as an adult, you're supposed to make your life work. You know what I mean? You're supposed to make it work. And you can make it work. God made it possible. 
so that we can make it work. But the parents have to be that example. So while you're growing up, they never have to worry about you. But when you don't make your kids teach them in the right way growing up, when they become adults, you're stuck with them. It's going to be popular. They're not going to want to go work. They're not going to want to do anything because you train them to be that way. Last word. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing is just, and for my boys that are still there, um, all my kids have always done chores. They've always cleaned around the house. I don't give them pocket money. I don't give them, you know, saying, oh, you know, here's your allowance. Here's this is no. Right you need on. to make sure that your room is clean. This is done and that it's done. Um, and if you don't do it, that means you don't get anything extra. You don't, you know, I'll feed you. You get a roof over your head. But if you don't take care of what's around you, it, you're not, you know, you're not pulling your weight. You need to pull your weight because no one's going to, when you get out, Nothing's, no one's going to pull the weight for you. And I tell my boys, the main thing is uh, I wanted to say was just like, it's your word. If I can't trust you, what you're saying is true, you're no kind of man. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And that's where they get in big trouble if they lie to me. I there say, it's go, better man. you tell me the truth, even if you know you're going to get in trouble, because that's the most important. Because if no one can believe what you're saying, no one's going to trust you. That's you're not going right. to be no kind of person. And believe me, a lazy person will lie to you. A lazy person will steal from you. They know how to manipulate. I don't care what anybody says about that. A lazy person is going to steal from you. They got to steal because they're going to want some bubble gum or some, sometimes. <laughs> and they got to steal because they don't have it. It has not been developed to be independent and earn it. Yes, sir. Oh, and then I need to get to my biblical question. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, it's just really powerful to hear you saying this uh, because it is the truth. Um, and this is something that was revealed to me recently, um, even before you, hearing you speak on it. Um, growing up, my, my father passed when I was 14. Uh, before he died, my brother and myself and my father, every weekend, we'd have to go out and we'd clean up the yard. We had to do all the mowing and everything. And my sisters never had to do it. And, like, any time we asked, like, why don't the girls have to do it? He said, men do certain things. We yeah. got to do And so it was just natural. And then, you know, he, he died, and I went. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I went to the fallen state and all these different things. And ever since I went and forgave my mom and things have been revealed to me, I, I have this, like, this yearning to go work. On, like, I want to find, like, a working ranch or something. I want, like, there's just, I just want to work. That's right, man. And it's, it, it's weird because it just came back so naturally. It's yeah. nothing I thought about, nothing I tried to, you know, it's just there. God has equipped us with all that we need. Everything that we're looking for is not in college, it's in you. All we need, but we need, but there has to be decent parents raising the children. You can't be all emotional and afraid to make your kids work or just because everybody else running around having fun and carrying on. Your kids going to want to do it, but that doesn't mean you have to let them do it. Right. You, you love your kids and you make them do what they need to do so that they can grow inside. And once they leave home, they're going to be all right. But parents don't love their children today. They just don't love them. Yeah, I see that. It's a shame. Yeah. And a uh, quick thing on the um, the unexpected children thing you, you mentioned. Because um, I heard something this weekend, and it really hit me. I was like, this is true. Um, a man said that the new religion in America is sex. It's sex? Yes. It is. And it really they is. They teach it to everybody it. Yeah. and their mama. Yeah. And everything is based on sex, homosexuality, yeah. transgender, everything. If you're sexing, you're eating. Yep. 100%. It's crazy. Yeah. But the men got to come back and guide your family. Levi, this makes sense? Yeah. What do you think about parents that don't train their kids to work and be responsible? 
Um, I, the reason I remember Levi name because I have a cousin named Levy. I think with the white people it's Levi, with the blacks it's Levy. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what do you think about that? I think it's like pretty dumb because in the end they're kind of like everyone suffering in that situation yeah. because the parents' money is going to waste. Um, especially like because a lot of times kids are going out and partying and then they end up ODing or doing something stupid while they're drunk. The parents are killing their own children by supporting uh, the lack of growth in them by not being a good. You're absolutely right, man. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your sister's name? The one right next to you. This one's Sadie. Sadie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? All is well. So, what do you think about what you've heard today? I agree with it. Anything you disagree with? Because you're young. No. No? Are you learning to work as you're growing up and be independent? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I am. You have a job? How old are you? I'm 15. Oh, you, do you have a job already? I don't. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, oh, she can't work at 15? She can work with daddy and mama. They can find something for her to do. She cleans the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I used I used to babysit, but then COVID hit, and so nice. no one wants me in their house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, help around the house. Yeah. At home, make sure you don't don't let your parents do everything. You get up and do it anyway. You will not regret it. Okay. Really, it, because God has that inside of you, but it has to be done in order for it to grow. You are you working, Levi? I'm not right now. Beta. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 18. What I am. <laughs> Why are you working? Um, well, I had a job before COVID hit, and then COVID kind of hit, so then I was just taking the government money for a little bit, and now um, I applied to a few places in here back. So I have something in the making, and then um, I'm going to Detroit uh, for New Year's to visit a friend for a few days, and then when I come back, I'm going to make sure I get a who, job. Who paying for the trip? Me. I pay out of pocket. Out of your own pocket? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good. Don't pay for no trip. <laughs> nah, I make sure I pay for everything. You'll be paying the rest of your life. Nice. Well, when you come back, get a job, man. Yeah, that's the plan. What? Find some cutting grass, working at... So what? No, you can cut grass. The Mexican cut it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have wood hut? Yeah. No, you can go from household to household. Do something, man. Wash dishes. I did all those things. Yeah. But don't, don't, don't just hang around. What's your little sister's name? Uh, Sophia. Cynthia? Sophia. Oh, Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Hi. How are you? I'm good. No man is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a job? No. Do you help around the house? Yeah. Oh, you do? What do you do? Well, I help my grandma sometimes. Oh, good. Yeah, make sure you always do a little something. All right? Okay. And that way you don't ever have to depend on anyone, except your husband. Okay. Are you going to get married one day? I hope so. Me too. You will. Any questions for me? Um, no. So, uh, do you have any questions? Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. How about you, Levi? Okay. How about you? Any questions? Okay. So make sure your kids work. Don't, don't spoil them at all. They will appreciate it. Otherwise, they'll just become potheads. 
and they'll think Jesus made the grass so it's okay to smoke it. I never heard anything like that. But anyway, my biblical question, do you think do you think you believe what you want to believe? Do you think you believe what you want to believe? Um Delaney. This is a, the one from last week? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't here. Do I think? Yeah. I believe what I want to believe? Yeah. The way I got this question, I'm I gonna, happen to have the TV on. I'm going to smoke on it. And then, no, come back. You're going to smoke on it while I'm talking. And then uh, it was about a church. And, the, and it, it was in the South. And the church, the preachers, the preacher was teaching everybody in congregation that if you believe in God, you can you can pick up serpents, snakes, and if a snake bite you, you won't die. And they believe that all kind of weird stuff, right? And so they were teaching this in the church. And somebody asked one of the members, "Do you think you believe what you want to believe? What do you do you think you believe what you want to believe?" I'm like, wow, that's a good question. But it was crazy. They were like deliberately going out getting snakes and things like that. I don't think God meant that. He didn't mean like, <laughs> he didn't mean like go out in the wood, find some snakes, and then let them bite you, and you'll see if you believe in me or not. It's crazy what people do. The mind is a terrible thing to save. It screws you up. Yes. I'm going to go with yes. You say yes, and why you take yes, the first door? I don't, I don't think that part is that hard. I think living it is, living what you believe is, is a whole different story. So, so do you think, think you I, believe what you want to believe? Yeah. And why do you say yes? Because what I believe is that is Christ is Lord and Savior, and that I'm supposed to follow him, and I believe that. Am I actually doing it? You know, I think it's a different question, but I believe it, and that's is what I want, that's what I want to believe. Are there any other examples of you believing what you want to believe? I got I to smoke some more, man. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, right here, Levi. I'm glad you raised your hand, Levi. Um. I think no, actually. Why do you say no? Um, because I believe a lot of the teachings that uh, God and Christ has laid before me, like loving your enemies and loving everyone and not living with hate. Yeah. And when I was in the fallen state, it was definitely like I wanted to believe that I shouldn't have to do that. Like it was a lot easier to hate people, to judge people, to say that I was doing better than other people. But now that I've like looked at it from a different light, I still I believe that. It might not always be what I want to believe or what I want to do, but I believe that it's what I need to do, and that I need to continually push forward to do so. Interesting. Nice. Let me take the young man way in the back with the beard. Do you think hey, you believe what you want to believe? Um, I think that when I don't stay present, yeah. I go, if I don't stay well, present, you don't stay God, present. You believe what you want if to I'm believe? Not, yeah, if I'm what not do doing the silent prayer, if I'm, if I'm living in my head, yeah. Like, I'll believe that I like certain people and that I don't like certain others, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah. There are certain people you like and don't like? No. You like everybody? Yeah. Everybody? I don't like them. I'm indifferent. 
You're indifferent to what? Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter? Mm-mm. Amazing. Ozzy is here. Good to see you, Mr. Swift, Ozzy. Merry Christmas. Ozzy, do you think you believe what you want to believe? Not all the time. Sometimes you do? Give me an example when you believe what you want to believe and when, when you don't. When the devil tell you, when the devil is telling you to do this and do that. That's my example. I, oh, okay. I, I, How do you I know? want to know when the thoughts are good. So when now? And to me, the thoughts are not good all the time. They're never good. Never good. No, Never no. good. All thoughts are all lies all the time. I heard there's a, a I heard thoughts are nothing but a puff of air or something like that. Yeah. A, what, I heard a puff of air? Just air. Oh. Thoughts are just air. Well they're all lies, that's for sure. Well that's what it means probably. They're right all on. lies, yeah. Well Merry Christmas to you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Uh have Nick to come here for a minute. Where's Nick? I wanna show you an example of some of our thought. It was I hope Nick remember, and then we'll wind down. I know, our anchor baby never riled when you need him. <laughs> but um, you never, ever, 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 ever have never believed uh, what you want to believe. You're influenced by evil. When you're in a fallen state, as Levi was saying, you're influenced by evil. Every thought you get is being given to you. But if you have an ego <clears throat> or you think you have a free will, you think they're your thoughts. And once you overcome that, you're now influenced by good. You don't have one thought that you created. So you're not believing what you want to believe. Even for those who wake up, you're waking up because you heard me say, go and forgive and something inside registered. You could see that that was true. It wasn't your thought, but you saw that it was true, and then you went and did it. And from that, everything else is rebuilt to you. But you're influenced. You have never had. You have never not. I mean, do you think you believe what you want to believe? You have never believed what you wanted to believe. In darkness, you believe what it gives you. In the light, you believe what the light gives you. You're not in control. Yes, Alex. I was going to ask if I go on YouTube and I want to search a video, is everything that I search like a bad thought, like from the if, devil? If you're listening to the thoughts about it, but if you're just going through it but not into the thoughts about it, then you, you'll make the right choice because that's all I'll be left for you. Okay. Yeah. Or you're reading other people's people opinion about the movie or whatever you're looking for. All right. Nick is not here. He's what? He's in the bathroom? Now he's going to come out and everybody knows he's in the bathroom. <laughs> How come the anchor baby always in the bathroom when you need work? Evidently. So what, since Nick is not here, what happened was when we got to the airport Friday night, we couldn't find a car because I left it at the airport. And, but I wrote on the paper uh, P4 so I can remember. 
so we went to P4, but we didn't see the car. And then um, right away, the mind started telling you, oh, someone stole the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I asked Nick, you think somebody stole the car? And he realized something from that. I wish he was out here to tell you. It was so deep. Uh, and he learned something real, real deep about that. I, what is, is he doing a number two or one in the bathroom? <laughs> is he, I, know. I should call him on the phone. Nick, what you doing? <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> Nick, I glued him for five minutes and people were calling me. And Can you come here for a minute? Yeah, if you don't mind. Okay. Everybody knew you were in the bathroom for a long time. What did I do? Did you know we were calling for no. five minutes and you were in the bathroom? Not that long. <laughs> Everybody like, where is it? What did I do? What's going on? Chris said, Chris said you're in the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's up? Millennial. So I was telling them, remember when we couldn't find a car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and you realized something about thoughts? Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Can you tell them, share that with so them So we fast? were, we had, okay, so... We got back from the trip, and we're trying to find the car. And we went to where we thought it was, right? He, you marked it down on, your, on, the, yeah, on the ticket. Yeah, P4. P4. And we went to P4, and it wasn't there. And so we started, we're like, maybe we just got it wrong, and we went to the other parking space, to the other building. And so we kept looking for it. And um, anyways, we ended up finding it. We were just like in the wrong level. But Jesse, what happened was the big sign says P4, right. which meant parking lot four. Oh, underneath that was the sign, the floor. underneath the sign, it says level three. So, so we didn't see the little sign that says level three. So, so there's I just P4 level three, P4. P4 level four. Right. Just, the point is that we found the car eventually, right? And um, and, and Jesse asked me, so did you did you did you like think that the car was stolen? And um, what I said was is that like. I didn't, like, think that, like, part of me was wanting me to think that, that the car was stolen. And, but I ignored it because it just wasn't time to think that yet. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's more likely that it's on a different level. We just didn't find it, right? But what Jesse said that blew my mind was that he said that he knew it wasn't stolen because the thoughts said that. Yeah. And that was, that was, like, that was, like, mind-blasting for me. Mind blasting, like <laughs> no, like it sounds dumb. It sounds it sounds kind of silly, but I know that you guys have been listening to Jesse. You've been coming to church, and we're all kind of aware of the whole thoughts thing. But it was just such a radical, even it's like to the next level because what I had said to the thoughts thing is that it was still in the realm of possibilities that the car could have been stolen. Possibility. Right? It was plausible. He used a big word. Plausibility. <laughs> It was plausible, right? It was in the realm of possibilities, right? Doesn't that make kind of like sense? But what Jesse, what what I what, what Jesse showed me, and what I, I realized in that moment is that it couldn't have been true. And let, am I getting this right? Yeah. I need you to say it one more time. <laughs> so because the thoughts told me that it was stolen, it wasn't. Right. See, that's crazy because it just and proved to me that he's that the Satan is like he can't say truth. He's the liar. He's not just a liar. Right, never. He literally can't because tell you the truth. Because what Satan did was he took 
an incident that already has happened. You know, people still call from parking lots, right? And so he is taking something that already happened in the past and trying to apply it for now. And so if it's now, then Satan is lying. That's why he had to. So he gave him the impression, and he even tried to do it with me too, that the car was stolen because it wasn't parked where we thought it was parked, even though it was there. Uh, so he would base it on something that already happened. And if, if we had freaked out, we'd probably end up in jail somewhere, right? <laughs> Calling the cops and, oh, my car stolen. And the car is right there. And so that's what I said. If Satan's saying that it's stolen, it's not stolen. It's a lie. Don't freak out. Wait and see. You just something else just missing, and, and that's what he realized. Right. I say so so no was... possibility that Satan can tell the truth. There is no truth in Satan. So how can he tell the truth if he's not of truth at all? He doesn't even have it in him. So he can never tell you the truth about anything. And the Satan who talked to you in your head is not God. God reveals Satan talk. That makes sense. That's why you should always have a wait and see attitude because whatever he's telling you about the circumstance is not true. Never. And so that's what you realize from that, right? Yeah. Because Satan was going to base it on other stuff. Oh, somebody stole the car. Why do you think somebody stole the car? Because we can't find it. And that's what they do. They steal cars. It just wasn't true. And I knew not to believe it. I didn't know what had happened, but I knew not to believe that. Never believe Thought. There are no truth. There is no truth in any thought at any time. It's best to say I don't know, r- rather than to go along with that. Uh, you had your hand a while back. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, real fast. I got it in. It was just sort of uh, since we're on that that topic of part time jobs, full time jobs. I just don't just, tell me you got a part time job. No, no. It was oh. just funny because uh, growing up, I always I always had at least two jobs. Like since yeah and. My dad always said, you know, when I would say, oh, I already have a full-time job. And he goes, well, that's why they have part-time jobs, so you can have it when you have a full-time job. That's right. It's like that's the only time that I just, it just clicked in my head when you, we were talking about that. So they yeah. have part-time jobs. Oh, you're supposed jobs. to have a part-time job along with a full-time right, job. Right, right. Man, you're not <laughs> supposed to have a part-time job and go home and sit down. What the? Yeah. That was that's awful. what girls do. <laughs> so don't tell anybody if you got, don't tell anyone else. <laughs> You're supposed to have a part, a full-time job and a part-time job, not a part-time job. All right, smoke on it. Well, don't smoke on it. <laughs> Last word. You had your hand, sir. Uh, yeah, I was just. I was thinking how it was interesting to hear work. how your biblical question. Can you repeat the biblical question? Do you please? think you believe what you want to believe? How that related to the situation that you were in. Um, if you believed that the car was stolen, it, you maybe wanted to believe it so you could feel victimized, like the world is doing something to me. Uh, I'm something's, rather than thinking, wait a minute, like maybe there's something else going on. Or maybe you believe it because Satan is your daddy. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. Why, because exactly. we don't, we can't, even with God, we can't believe in God on our own. You can't just say, oh, I believe in God, right? You can't go down to the front of the church and believe in God. You believe about him, but you don't believe in him. It's only when you're born again that you believe in him. Truly, truly born again. Because, uh, that's why life is not working, because you believe about him 
and not in him. And you want to believe in him, but you don't because you went to the intellectual part of it and you didn't go above that. And so a lot of people believe about him, but don't believe. We don't, we're not in control of anything. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. Alice, you got the last word. And then no more. Everybody else, keep your hand up. Um, what you said about the devil telling you stuff when they when, you thought, when you thought that they stole your truck, your car? I didn't think it. But oh, they were right. trying to make me think, and I knew it was a lie. That's when I told Nick that. So I remember one day I, I, in the morning I was going to work, and my, my truck was missing. And they did steal it. But I, my, my mind was telling me. I parked it somewhere else, and I actually went to look for it. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you, you're right that it does. It, it tells you. It, it it won't tell you the truth. Uh uh-uh, uh. Won't but I, I thought it, I was crazy. There is no truth in thoughts. Satan is a liar, and there's no truth in him. Zero truth. And God made it clear. This Satan voice up here. My voice is a revelation. Quiet voice. That's funny, man. <laughs> my thoughts didn't tell me, oh, they stole your truck. Right. I knew they stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I walked in one day, I was like, on the, on the block, and then I walked to the other one. But it, and you it knew was you gone. Right I, I knew I parked like, there. No, it parked down the road. Yeah. yeah. So right. I walked here like a crazy man, and then I walked over here, and yeah, they stole it. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Learn so. from that, man. Just know every thought is a lie. Really? So when your husband come home late and Satan say, oh, God, he late. He never late. He out with Sally. <laughs> Just know he lying. <laughs> no such thing. God, God knows. That's why God separated us from evil. He would guide us. He revealed things to us. All right. Any questions about that? Yes. I think it just ties in with the earlier discussion about whether we can like and love somebody. So how does that, you didn't quite finish oh, yeah. that one. And no such thing as like. Right. That's our like thoughts Like is again. a worldly word. It's like racism or sexism. It's a made up word. You either have love or you have hate. But there is no like. And when you have perfect love, you feel the same about all. You don't feel anything, but you, you don't judge. You don't hold anything against them. You just see that they can't see, and it's not personal. You don't take it personally. There is no light. It's just love. But that's made up by the world. I don't even think he mentioned light in the Bible. It's love or hate. But light is made up. So now you think that you're playing God. Oh, I like this, and I hate this, and I like this, and I like that one. You either love or you hate. You can't even be both. You be one or the other. Either love or hate. Yeah. So then how do you choose who to be around? You don't choose. You don't choose? You just, you, you trust no person, no man or woman, okay. right? And if you're a son of God, when you're around them, you'll see where they're coming from. And if it's not, it's something you need to move away from, you just move away from it. But you don't feel anything toward them no, about Toward the it. actual person. It's just like the events that take place. Yes. That you feel something towards, or that not, that you like discern. You see. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. But you don't, know, you know, if I if I I don't have any, I love you. I have no hate toward you, right? Right. And then I find out later you have a part time job, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So do you stay? Do you get away from me at that point? Well, I know not to loan you any money. Oh, okay. 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 
So a part-time job ain't gonna pay you back. <laughs> but I'm not gonna hate you. Right, right, right. And I'm not the love I have is not gonna change. Okay. It's just that I, I, I'm around a guy with a part-time job. <laughs> he can't pay for lunch. <laughs> he can't rent. He can't rent the basketball when we go to the court. <laughs> I'm like, but, okay. All right. You glad that you said out loud you had a part-time job? Am I glad? I'm, I don't feel any and way about it. you gave your whole entire name out? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel now any type of way about it. They'll be looking out for you. Maybe they'll give me a full-time job. The girl's going to be like, I don't want him. He got a part-time <laughs> job. I'm going to have to pay for lunch. La- Did you have your hand? Yeah. yeah, last word. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe I disagree about the, that there's no such thing as like and dislike. Okay. Can I, uh, so... An example Make it real to, short because of time. Well, um, for example, you don't like uh, pumpkin pie. You don't hate it, right? But you don't like it. But that's, that's not the kind of light we're talking about. Okay. That's a taste bud thing. Right. That's but, a, it, but you don't think... We're talking about with human beings and right. with one another, spiritual stuff. Because I, st- I still believe that I like some people or characteristics of people more than others. Amazing. Yeah. Are you a Christian? Yeah. Okay. What's well, a messed up Christmas? <laughs> All these Christians with light and love and you once you guys once you really come into the kingdom of heaven, you'll see what I'm talking about. You either love or you hate. Alright? You don't have a choice. I gotta end this. It's been so much fun. Uh Oh, I, in closing, I just want to encourage you. You got to return to the Father so you can return to character. And o- that only comes from God. And I know that the world have taught you wrong things and you're already in a fallen state anyway. They're fed in on that. Your parents have let you down. Parents don't love children anymore. Anytime a parent don't teach you to be responsible while growing up, so when you become of age, you're able to take care of yourself, they don't love you. They have emotional love for you. That's not the real deal. Anytime a parent don't want to see you suffer, because a lot of parents don't want to see their kids suffering with hard work, or if their friends are going to party and they want to go, they, they don't want to see you suffer uh, by not going. You got to go with them, right? The parents can't handle that. And so they don't love you. There's no way I would have carried on like that when I was growing up. It just would not happen that way. Because my parents loved me. My grandparents loved me. And they made sure they prepared me uh, from day one. They made me responsible. If I, if, I, if I had work to do and couldn't go to a basketball game, I had to stay home and do the work. No matter how I said, oh, I want to. One last story. I remember once we were getting ready to plant the crop. And uh, my granddad wanted me to go out and plow the fields to break it up so we put the fertilizer down. And I wanted to go to school so bad that day. I forgot what reason. I'm like, no, I want to go to school. He's like, no, you're not going to school. You stay at home. I was like, but dad, this is a special day, whatever it was. He's like, no, you stay at home. So I started pouting and carrying on, and I was mad. So I went out into the fields. I hooked the mule up to the plow, and I told the mule to take off. And the plow ran on my foot and cut it open. I could see the red, the blood, the white, and everything in there. I was like, oh, Dad, I cut my feet, my foot. He's like, that's what happened when you don't do what you're told to do. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't feel sorry for me or anything. 
He's like, go plow the field. And I still had to plow the field with my foot open, <laughs> bleeding, and dirt got in it and everything. And I'm like, oh, I made a fool out of myself. I hurt myself with the plow, and I still got to do it. And still <laughs> to go. But he just said, oh, Ponchi, come on. You can go to school. Oh, come on, let me put band-aids on it. I call, he didn't do anything for it. He just said, go plow the field. Oh, Isn't that something? That's child abuse. <laughs> he didn't put badness on anything. He didn't let me do it. He didn't tell me not to, but he didn't encourage. I don't think we had badness on the plantation. That was in this. Yeah, dirt. It probably healed better with the dirt. But the point that I'm making, the point I'm making, it's fine to let your kids suffer through this stuff. They can do without stuff. They don't, just because their little friends are fancy and their parents are spoiling them, don't spoil your kid. You know what I mean? You're supposed to love your kids. And that way you don't have to worry about them when they become adults. But if you spoil them, they're going to be a problem for the rest of your life. They really will. But if you teach them the right way to go, you never have to worry about them. So you got to get your little morals back. Come back to God and so you can run for government. You can start businesses, and you can raise families, and you can treat everybody the same. You won't be afraid of name-calling. That won't matter to you. All right? So go back to God. It's okay. Your parents failed you. Parents don't love. Any parent that let their kids sleep overnight with a girl or, or the girl with the guy or stay overnight in their house and have their own little bedroom, they don't love you. They do not love you. They hate you. Really? That's not love. Anyway, was that helpful a little bit? Yes. Nice. Raymond, you had your hand, but can you tell me later? I will. Okay, thank you, buddy. Oh, next Sunday, don't forget. I got it, because they're looking at me, and I got to end. So look, Merry Christmas to everybody. Don't forget to support us. We have the $30,000 Chalice Grant at the end of the year, people giving, and... uh uh, someone called, hey, Jesse, I helped you raise some money. You've helped my family. We're doing fine now, so I want to help you raise some money. So they gave me a, well, they're going to do it before the end of January. So uh, go to our website and donate to that. Uh, any other announcement, Hermes? That's it. If we don't have your physical address, if you'd like to get a copy of our newsletter, it is an amazing newsletter. Be sure to go and, and make sure to give Cheryl your physical address, so that we can get you a copy of the newsletter. All right? Uh, do the silent prayer. I know a lot of people don't do it. Now I'm finding out more and more people are not doing it. All I got to say is suffer and die. Because only God can save you. No human being can do it. And you need to be alert. You need to be aware because Satan is busy. He doesn't give up on you. Eventually, he will get further and further away from you when he has no, he can't deceive you. But he love it when you stop doing the prayer so that he can get in there and pull you out and destroy you, make you destroy yourself. So stay with the silent prayer. All right? I recommend that. And what else, Doug? Oh, yes, Hermes. Uh, Jesse gave a speech recently uh, to men. The topic oh, yeah. is on the best kept secret about women. And the uh, speech is going to premiere today on his, on his YouTube channel. Jesse Lee Peterson YouTube channel at 5 p.m. today. So it's, oh, okay. it was amazing. Yeah. What watching. year was it? 
Uh, it happened this year, just a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Nick, show the people that little thing you have. The, the uh, Christmas thing. Yes. Yes. Come down here. They can't see you back there. Black and brown. They can't hear you. They're kind of nice little paper craft ornaments. It says Bond. Merry Christmas from BondRebuildingMan.com. You could like uh, give them out, socky stuff. Those should be up there. All right. Nice little thing. How much? A dollar. So Merry Christmas to everybody here. Thank you. I hope this helped a little bit. And one last thing, be yourself. Be you. Really, there's nothing like being you. Don't try to live like someone else. Don't try to speak like them. Don't try to act like them. Don't try to get as much money as they get. You live your life. Keep it simple. And God will add it to you. It'll be amazing. And you will never have to worry when you're yourself. There's nothing like being yourself. All right? So be you. Don't be like the Joneses. Be you. There's nothing like being you. All right? Anything, James? All right. So we got to do, are we doing the show on Friday? Because Christmas is Friday, right? Right. Okay, so Thursday for this week is the last day. All right. Uh, I'm glad I didn't ask Joel and Esteban. We definitely would not be doing the show. All week, all week. Monday through Friday, no show. The people of color be like, it's Christmas week. (laughs) (laughs) We need to take off for the whole week. Nobody listening. I'm tired. That's right. See the baby laugh. Anyway, thank you all so much. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio. Thank you all. Merry Christmas, all right? Thank you so much. I appreciate it.